How you doing? This is Toby Allen from Human Nature, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Merry Christmas and welcome back to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 344 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. And this week, Toby Allen of Human Nature will be joining us. He's going to be talking about their show in Las Vegas, Human Nature's show in Las Vegas there, and their uh, Christmas Motown and More show, and also their Christmas album that's out, and all kinds of stuff. It's holiday season. It's a great guest to have here at On Screen and Beyond, and you want to hear a great CD, check that one out, because it's uh, it's got a lot of great songs on it. So... Toby will be coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And, of course, all of our listeners down in Australia know human nature because they are a huge hit down there. And in Vegas, they have a great show going on. I just just the other day, I saw them. They were on Ellen, and, and they were showing them. So uh, it's, it's great to have Toby joining us. Well, what do you say? We've got a lot of stuff going on. It's, uh, once again holiday christmas here and and it's just a lot of things going on but i want to remind you check out uh, saturday mornings at kest am 1450 in the san francisco bay area i join the reel to reel crew every saturday morning or most saturday mornings anyways we do our little thing about movies and have a good time doing it so i hope you're going to check that out you can stream it if you're not in the area to listen on the radio but uh, like I said, it's a lot of fun, so check it out. All right, now let's get into Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness Kong Skull Island will tell the story of King Kong once again, and Tom Hindelson and J.K. Simmons will be in the cast. And Morgan Freeman is one of the stars attached to the remake of Ben-Hur. Now, Mark Burnett is going to be doing this one. He's one of the producers on the 2016 release. And an animated version of the Canterville Ghost is in the works, with you, Laurie, supplying one of the voices. And you can look for that one in 2016. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? It's next. Upcoming new movies, while well, Emma Watson will star in La La Land as a jazz pianist falls for an aspiring actress in Los Angeles. And you can look for Martin Freeman and Tina Fey to star in The Taliban Shuffle. Now, this is a comedy about a journalist who recounts her wartime coverage in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Sounds like a funny one. And Mark Wahlberg will star in Deep Water Horizon. Now, this one's about an offshore drilling rig that exploded in 2010, based on a true story, causing the worst oil spill in U.S. history. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to Be On, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as sequels down at Sequel City. Sequel City, Beetlejuice 2, seems to be getting closer and closer to becoming a reality. Tim Burton says he is working on a script and would love to work with Michael Keaton once again. 
Of course, they've worked together several times, so uh, that's not an unusual thing. And Winona Ryder will be returning as Lydia Dietz. And it appears that a script is done for Red 3, and they are hoping for a 2016 release. Now, the Red movies are good. I've I've enjoyed those, so uh, I'm looking forward to that one. And Ice Age 5, well... It's looking at a July 15, 2016 release in theaters, featuring the voice, of course, of Ray Romano once again. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we head over and find out what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. TV on DVD, February 10th. Mama's Family, the complete sixth season, will make its way onto DVD. And on March 31st, Veep, the complete third season, arrives on Blu-ray and DVD, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And on March 10th, Gomer Pyle, USMC, the complete series, will hit stores on DVD. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, wondering what's coming away as far as movies on DVD? I'm going to tell you next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. (laughs) Movies on DVD, February 3rd, The Homesman with Hilary Swank, Meryl Streep, and Tommy Lee Jones, who also uh, is the director in the film, rides onto digital HD, on demand, and on Blu-ray and DVD. Now, the digital HD and on-demand will be on February 3rd. The Blu-ray and DVD will be coming your way on February 17th. So there's a little bit of span there. And the Twilight Saga Extended Editions Triple Feature will land on Blu-ray and DVD and digitally on January 13th. And on January 20th, you can look for A Bet's A Bet starring Kristen Chenoweth. As it comes to DVD as a romantic comedy. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. (laughs) TV and Entertainment Time. Stars, The Missing, will return for another season. It was renewed, and the next season will involve a new missing persons case. In The Walking Dead spinoff, it's been announced that it will be set in Los Angeles. So the other side of the country, as far as the dead people walking. And Grace Point on Fox, no more. It's been canceled. That is it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next, it's time for Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Celebrity birthdays. December 21st, Samuel L. Jackson turns 65. Jane Fonda turns 76. Ray Romano turns 56. And Phil Donahue turns 78. December 22nd, Jordan Sparks turns 24. Diane Sawyer turns 68. 
and Bernadette Stannis turned 60. December 23rd, Susan Lucci turned 67, and Harry Shearer turned 70. December 24th, Ryan Seacrest turns 39, and Ricky Martin turns 42. December 25th, Jimmy Buffett, 67, and Sissy Spacek turns 64. And on December 27th, John Amos, who was a past guest recently here on On Screen and Beyond, turns 74, and Eva LaRue turns 47. And Charmian Carr, who was a former guest here at On Screen and Beyond from The Sound of Music, turns 71. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. As far as listeners' birthdays, if you would like to have your birthday or a friend or relative's birthday announced here at On Screen or Beyond, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will turn around and let everybody know, and we can all celebrate it with you. But this week, uh, looks like listener birthdays include Haley G. from London, England. She turns 41. And uh, let me see here. Where is this? Oh, Savannah L., 47, from Miami, Florida. Happy birthday to all of you and all the other celebrities that we mentioned. And once again, be sure to send me your information for your birthday at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. All right, what do you say? It is time. Toby Allen is here from Human Nature. They have a Vegas show, and they also have a new Christmas album out, Human Nature, the Christmas album, and a whole lot of other things. He's going to tell us all those things. It's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is one of the members of a group that has sold millions of records worldwide, had 18 top 40 hits, and opened for Celine Dion and Michael Jackson. They can currently be seen in Las Vegas at the Venetian with their Christmas, Motown, and More show. They have a Christmas album out called Human Nature, the Christmas album. They have a new album out called Jukebox, and they will embark on a tour of Australia in April and May. It is Toby Allen from Human Nature. Welcome to On Screen. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It's good to be on. Toby, 25 years you guys have been together. Does it seem like 25 <laughs> years? Uh, no, actually. Um, it, only, it only does when you approach a milestone and you, you actually look back and, and we, you know, get to think about all the things that we've done. And, you know, we, uh, we just love doing what we do. We love performing together. And so... It's we rarely sort of stop and think that it's been such a long time. You know, we we just uh, get so much joy out of um, entertaining and performing, and you know, seeing you know people enjoy what we do. So we uh, we just having fun, and you know, it, do, it doesn't feel like twenty five. Hopefully, we've got at least another twenty five in us. Yeah. I mean, not many groups make it th- that long. You know, after a lot of times, <laughs> after five years, ten years, you know, they're they're ready to scratch each other's eyes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the you know the the genesis genesis of our group was you know we were four mates at high school and we uh, Andrew and Mike uh, uh, two of the guys in the group they're brothers so mm-hmm. they had a a family bond you know even before we started singing together but we all knew each other and we all were involved in musical activities at school and so there was sort of born out of a friendship and a, a common you know passion for music so that's been a real strength of ours you know we um. We got to know each other before we suddenly were working every day of our lives together for 25 years. So um, I think that's been a big help. 
Yeah. Now, when you started out, uh, you were just four guys from high school. Uh, did you start, you know, singing at bars or something, or or how did that work out? We actually, um, Andrew, well, at the end of one year, arranged a. He'd seen the movie Back to the Future, and so he actually arranged uh, a song that was in that Earth Angel. I think when he goes back mm-hmm. in time, the band's playing it at the, the school ball. Yeah. And um, so he arranged an a cappella version of that and asked the other three of us if we wanted to give it a go. And we just said, sure, let's give it a try. And as soon as we started you know, working that out and, and, and hearing us singing together like that, we just fell in love with it. And you know that a cappella singing, the harmony that we create, is, is still at the core of everything we do. And so we actually had a couple of people back then when we first started telling us that we, if we're going to be a vocal group, we should go and look at uh, the groups of Motown. So we, we did. We went and looked at the Temptations and the Four Tops. And, and so they were literally the first groups that we drew huge inspiration from. And, you know, that, that soul music has also, you know, colored everything we've done over the years. And so we sort of came full circle and wound up doing a Motown record uh, almost about nine years ago in Australia, and it took Australia by storm and was a huge success. And we ended up doing a second and third, and and uh, ultimately got to work with you know Smokey Robinson and a couple of the original Motown artists, and that's what I guess brought us to to Vegas to do our Motown show. Yeah, that, I mean that must have been incredible to work with Smokey Robinson and and those other Motown people. Yeah, look, it's just been, uh, you know, we've been so blessed, particularly with the relationship with Smokey. I mean, he was there with Barry Gordy day one when they created Motown Records. And, you know, he's he fell in love with what we were doing with the music because their their initial intention was to make music for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for him to see, you know, 30, well, we started singing the Motown stuff, you know, 30 years later, but, you know, almost 50 years later, this group, uh, recording this music and recording our versions and, you know, obviously having great respect and passion for, for the Motown sound. You know, he just, it sort of was very satisfying for him, I guess, to, you know, see that it had, it had encompassed the world and come back decades later, um, people were still getting, getting into it. So he's, he's been a incredible ally and, and friend and mentor and, uh, we still see him every now and again, and he comes in and sometimes gets up and sings with us on stage in Vegas. And um, he's a very generous and humble man. Wow, yeah, it's uh, it's great to know him. Yeah, and, and and that's unusual because now, you know, guys your age are are usually not into the the, the Motown music or the you know the older music like that. And uh, I mean, you guys do it so well. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I guess you know we've um, you know we've always all been very musical. We've grown up in musical families, um, and you know we we've, we've looked at every type of music. You know, I've studied classical singing, and you know we've all done we've done pop music. And but there's something about the that era of music that is essentially sort of some of the birthplace of you know modern pop music mm-hmm. that. I think people can often look at it and think, oh, it's very simple. And when we actually approached the first Motown record, we very quickly realized that there was nothing simple about it. You know, it sounds sounds simple, but to actually portray the soul and feeling of the music is a really delicate art. I remember when we were first rehearsing our band in Australia to perform some of the Motown songs. It was a real, it was a real sort of tester, you know, to actually get to the point where it felt like it wasn't just 
some cheesy cover of a, of these songs because the the heart and soul of the music was so so soulful and passionate, you know, and so that took a bit of work to, you know, really sort of settle into the the mood of the Motown sound. But um, no, we just we've always loved it, and it's always been part of our DNA. So it's um, we have so much fun performing it. Yeah, and with your new Christmas album, I've noticed. I've been listening to it all day. I just just love it, and uh, I noticed that there there is a lot of that Motown doo-wop types uh, versions of the Christmas songs that you've done. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's like I said, it's part of us. You know, that's the you know we we developed as a doo-wop group essentially when we were first starting out and singing a lot of doo-wop songs, and um, we tried a couple of other things like barbershop and you know various things early on but uh it was very obvious very early that that's just our vocal parts our vocal styles were very much suited to the soul and doo-wop sort of music and so when we approached the christmas album it sort of felt natural to still bring that same sort of taste into into the christmas songs and you know once again we felt that that was you know doing our versions of them and not just um sort of glossing over them because we, you know, we always want to be proud of what we're, of the music that we're producing. So, um, you know, it's important that it still is true to our sound and, and who we are as performers. Yeah, and, and like uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and uh, also Christmas Without You definitely had that, that 50s, 60s sound to it. I, I really yeah, know. absolutely. And actually, um, Christmas Without You was a, an original on the on the album because we, you know, we thought it would be cool to actually write a, an original Christmas song to include. And, you know, I think Andrew actually wrote that and I think it actually, it sits so well oh, in, yeah. in the album that you sort of almost don't, we actually perform it in our, in our Christmas show here at the moment and, and people, it's, you know, it's obviously got that Christmas vibe to it and sentiment. And so it sort of fits, uh, it sort of just slots right in there and, uh, I think people, some people almost think that they've heard it before somewhere, but um, it's, a, it's a fun song. Right, oh yeah. And, and now, I'm trying to pick out the voices when, I'm, when you're doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Who's the, I guess, I'm not very musical, so the baritone, who's the, who does the low voice? Is that you? <laughs> that, that's actually me. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Won't I'm, you guide my sleigh tonight? Right? Yeah, I'm not good at that. <laughs> I've got the low voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's actually good because I, uh, if we ever have to perform in the morning, the more tired I am, actually, the lower my voice is. So we're coming up to our sixth show in a row tonight, and I think my voice has progressively gotten deeper during this last <laughs> week of shows. So um, it's uh, luckily for me, the other guys sit there and they warm up their voices before the show, but I'm actually. I just sort of kick back and don't want to warm my voice up too much because uh, I don't want it to get too high. <laughs> right, yeah. As long as you don't lose it. That... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and I love the wailing sax in, in a couple of those songs. I, I, I just, I always I love the sax. Used, um, we used, um, I think, our actual sax player from the show uh, to, to do some of those solos uh, mm-hmm. on the Christmas album. And also, on we've released a, I know you mentioned before, going back to Australia to tour, next April, May, which we're touring a jukebox record that we've just released over there. So, yeah, he also played on a couple of those songs. He's a, a great player and been playing in Vegas for years and, you know, almost six years with us, but a, lot, a long time prior to that as well. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of listeners in Australia, so uh, hopefully we're going to have a lot of them hearing hearing your interview here with us. Oh, fantastic. I mean, I, we're, we are so 
so thrilled with how you know the success we've had in Australia, and we've got some really dedicated fans down there. And we're actually going back. This next tour is essentially a 25th anniversary tour, and you know a lot of the fans have been there for you know probably tw- almost 20 years of that. So um, it's going to be a chance to go back and and do some of our really early stuff, and maybe even some things before we started recording. So um, it's going to be fun. Are you going to be singing a lot of stuff from your your new jukebox album? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, essentially going to be mainly. Oh, it's going to be a lot of the jukebox record, um, which has done incredibly well in Australia. It's still sitting in the top five down there after about seven or eight weeks. So it's um, it's doing great things. It's uh, something we're really proud of as well. Yeah, and you've got some classics in there like Run Around Sue and Twist and Shout and Unchained Melody. In fact, we had uh, Bill Medley from the Righteous Brothers on the show uh, earlier in the year. Oh wow! So yeah, and actually, Unchained Melody was uh, one of the the songs that we were most sort of torn about, you know, to, we really wanted to, it's such a, it's such a iconic song and you, we almost thought, well, there's, there might not be another way to do it. And should we do it? And the way that we've approached the start of it really sort of brings it in, in a different way. And we've, we've used more sort of, sort of gospel harmonies, I guess, in it to um, sort of bring our flavor to it and, you know, not make it feel like we're just trying to do a, straight up cover because I don't think that necessarily needs to be done we just wanted to do something that had a bit more of our 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 sort of uh, history and you know and and sound to it mm-hmm. now- when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I wanted to ask you, you got the Christmas Motown show going on right now till the uh, December 24th, and uh, it, Robin Mead is singing with you guys? Yeah, we actually, um, I mean, we actually uh, were thinking about, you know, including another another element to the show, you know, because we, um, you know, a lot of people have seen our Motown show, and we get a lot of people returning to see it all the time, and we, uh, even though we were doing some Christmas in it, we thought, well, let's, you know, put our thinking caps on and see if we can uh, bring somebody else into the mix. And actually, we share the same agent. So our our agent was aware of what we were trying to do, and they suggested Robin. And we weren't aware that she, at the time, was um, a singer. But she's actually quite an accomplished uh, country singer. She's had a few albums out. And anyway, so we uh, we looked into it, and she just seemed like lots of fun, and she was really into the idea of coming out. So we, um, it's it's really great inclusion, you know, part apart from being, you know, a female on stage, which is something that people don't normally see in our show, mm-hmm. um, she's got a great energy, and she sings really well, and I actually get to do a duet with her, which is a lot of fun, and um, it's uh, it's been great having her in. So hopefully people can, you know, get down and, and check it out. Yeah. It sounds like you have a lot of things going on. Like you say, you've got the tour coming up <laughs> in, in April and May, and are, are you going to be in London in later on in May also? Uh, I actually think that's going to be, um, I think we, we're needing to, um, actually postpone that trip. I think mean, that's the latest on that. We, um, we, we want to get over there at some stage, but we've had some scheduling ah. clashes. So, um, but we, we get so many people from the UK 
coming to the show and they, you know, obviously Motown was huge over there, you know, mm-hmm. Northern Soul and all of that. So um, we desperately want to get over there and we will make it happen at some point. But I actually think that that proposed trip is um, potentially going to be pushed a little uh, further back. Ah, so okay. you have to stay posted for yes. that one. Yeah, they can keep keep checking your website. That's probably the best place yeah. to, to check it. Great. Of course, you're going to, like I say, you're going to be there in April and May in uh, Australia. Now, will you be returning back to Vegas? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've actually uh, we've uh, signed an, a year extension. So Great. at the moment, we, uh, we're, we're through till the end of uh, 2015. And then, you know, I think we'll potentially be there even longer. You know, we've been there almost six years now, and we're loving it. So it's, um, we've got all our families here, and we've sort of settled in. So uh, this is sort of our home away from home, but... Um, we, uh, it's a crazy town to live in, but it's a, an exciting town to be a performer in. You know, there's some really great stuff here. And, you know, it also gives us a chance to go and, you know, flit off and do other things. You know, we'll do some more touring in the U.S. this year and, uh, sorry, next year. And, um, yeah, hopefully make that London trip happen. And, you know, I think we'll... Uh, I think we'll be here beyond 2015 as well. Well, that's great. Sure. I, I, I definitely yeah. am going to check it out when I go to Vegas again. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, Toby, I want to finish up with two final questions. Uh, taking us uh-huh. away from your music and everything, when you relax, what's your favorite TV shows and what's your favorite movies? All right. All um, new. Does not make any difference? I've got to tell you, since moving to the States, I've... The, the TV over here is... I mean, we get a lot a lot of American TV in Australia, but, you know, it's, I think it's better now. You don't have to wait as long in Australia for it. But there's been some really great shows lately. I've uh, really enjoyed The Newsroom mm-hmm. um, on HBO, and uh, Breaking Bad was incredible. And what was the other one I watched? Um, oh, there's so much great TV. Oh, they're two of the ones that I really have enjoyed watching mm-hmm. yeah. and movies i actually haven't I, i've got 21 21 month old twins so i actually haven't really been to the movies a lot lately um <laughs> and you I work every see, night <laughs> yeah i did see i see frozen a lot with my kids <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. uh, it used to be i used to think it was a really great film and it's now sort of dwindling in my <laughs> in my mind because I, um, I can literally just act out the whole thing and i know all the lyrics to the song yeah um I did go and see that uh, that Ben Affleck film. Um, I can't even remember Gone the title. Girl? Gone Girl. Yes, which I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really great. Yeah, um, that was probably one of my favorites, my most recent favorites. Yeah. Yep. Well, Toby, I want to thank you so much for doing this and talking to everybody and letting us know what's going on. Everybody should check out your Christmas album, your jukebox album, see you in Vegas, see you in Australia on your tour, and so many things going on. I thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for the time. It's been a great chat. A great big thank you going out to Toby Allen of Human Nature. And don't forget to check out their Christmas album, Human Nature, the Christmas album. It's great. I love it. I've been listening to it, and it really gets you into the spirit. And they do such a great job with that that Motown 60s, 50s doo-wop sound, and and they integrate it into the Christmas songs and everything, and just so much fun. Be sure to check that out. And if you're in Vegas, be sure to check out the Christmas show, Christmas Motown and more, and then they're going to be on tour. All of you listeners down in Australia, be sure to catch them. Human Nature, they're coming your way in uh, April and May, and just so many things they've got going on, and we appreciate it that he took the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Well... 
That's about it. It's Christmas time. I know everybody's busy. I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, I thank all of you who have sent uh, emails, and uh, they sent them to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. They're wishing me a happy uh, New Year and a Merry Christmas and everything else, and I do the same to you. I thank you all for listening each and every week, and uh, be sure to tell friends about the show, and we appreciate it very much. So, what do you say? That's about it. That is a wrap. If you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 